Welcome. You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors or publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. There's something new on Airs LA every day. Hi, I'm Patty Matson, and you're listening to Style and Substance. Today's article is from Reader's Digest's October 2022 edition on page 63, entitled, Your True Stories, Supernatural Visitors. Readers share their not-so-scary ghost stories by Reader's Digest readers. My sister Wendy once nursed and released an injured hummingbird. It became a thing, her and hummingbirds. As teenagers, we promised each other that if one of us died, she'd let the other know that she was okay. Wendy was the first to go, at 48. Sitting outside one morning, I felt something repeatedly swoop low over my head. I yelled, Wendy, if that's you, stop messing around and show me. And suddenly, a hummingbird hovered in front of my face. When I told my daughter the story later that morning, she interrupted, Mom, there's a hummingbird flying right over your head. It came so close, it could have perched on my glasses. I said, hi, Wendy. She tweeted back, and sped off. I haven't seen her since, but if I never do, that's fine, because I know she's okay. Kathy Redmond, Port Orange, Florida. My kids were nine and eight years old when their grandpa passed away. Our daughter often said how much she missed him. We wondered why our son wasn't as expressive. We worried his reaction was almost too cold. Until he said he didn't miss grandpa because he saw him every night when Grandpa sat on his bed and talked to him until he fell asleep. Karen Ivers, Fairbolt, Minnesota. We bought a small house on an acre of land that had been neglected after the owner died. Working alone in the yard one day, I felt three sound pats on my back. Later, I learned that the last owner had been frantic about keeping her yard neat. I think she was thanking me for getting it back into shape. Leah May, Statham, Georgia. My mom died just before my birthday. We both loved greeting cards. We once had worked together at a stationery shop and sent each other plenty of cards over the years, even though we lived nearby and saw each other often. I finally revisited the stationery store months after her death. I had planned a quick search for the cards I wanted, hoping to avoid a surge in my grief. But I noticed that one card in the humor rack was glaringly out of place. It was pretty and floral, with no words on the cover. I opened it to find out where it belonged. It read, Happy Birthday Daughter, You Are Loved More Than You Can Imagine. I read the verse again. It was exactly the card Mom would have sent me for my birthday. I still have such experiences occasionally, and I wonder, coincidence or Mom? I choose to believe it's mom, reminding me that I am loved more than I can imagine. Kathleen Sheets, Oregon, Ohio. Logan, Art, and I worked closely in a chemistry lab. After Logan retired, we still met often for lunch. Logan was a bachelor with no living family, so when he passed away, Art and I inherited his chemistry collection. Old Bunsen burners, antique acid and base bottles, and textbooks from the 1940s. In his memory, we assembled a display cabinet at the entrance of the lab. As Art slid Logan's photo into a frame we had been gifted, he said, I wish Logan could see what we're doing with his prized collection. Suddenly, the frame began playing, 
should old acquaintance be forgot. Yes, it played old Lang Syne. Art and I looked at each other in awe. We had no idea the frame even played music. We talk often about the wonderful way. Logan let us know he was still around. Becky Boudreaux, St. Anne, Illinois. The light inside my mom's garage comes on briefly when the door rises. Once we heard music when we pulled into the driveway, and as we waited for the door to open, we saw several silhouettes dancing. I looked at mom wide-eyed and asked, do you see that? Yes, she replied. They're, they're square dancing. We later learned the land was once a park where people used to meet and square dance. CD via rd.com. My sister Jean was a fun-loving tour bus enthusiast who thrived on traveling with friends and seeing the sights. On the anniversary of her unexpected death, I tossed and turned and cried most of the night, but the next morning, I awoke laughing. I had dreamed that a tour bus filled with adventurers stopped outside my window. Jean lowered her window, looked at me eye to eye, and said in her most assertive voice, I don't know what your problem is, but you need to get over it. She was too happy and having too much fun exploring for me to not get over it. Evelyn Cantrell, McMinnville, Tennessee. My husband was the early bird to my night owl. Every evening, he put his hands on the arm of my chair, enveloping me as he kissed me goodnight. A year after his passing, I was in my chair watching TV when I felt this rush come toward me. Without a second thought, I opened my arms for a goodnight hug and kiss. Suzanne Crawford, Manteca, California. When I was eight years old, I slept at my grandmother's on a cold night. My grandfather, Papa, had passed years earlier. After Granny lit the kerosene heater in the kitchen, we fell asleep on her feather mattress. I was suddenly awakened by someone shaking my shoulder. A man smiled at me and said, Wake up! Wake Granny! Smoke hung in the air as I woke her. She leaped up and got the heater out the kitchen door. She said, Thank goodness you woke up! I told her a man shook my shoulder and told me to wake her. When I said he was smiling at me, she said it was probably Papa. I believe with all my heart that he saved us that night. Darlene Couch, Springfield, Ohio. Everyone loved watching my parents boot scoot boogie across the dance floor. My dad passed way too young at 58. Months later, my mom went on a cruise, and while she was away, dad came to me in a dream. He smiled at me and said, Tell your mother my legs aren't what they used to be, and it's okay for her to dance. When Mom got back, I gave her Dad's message. She asked what day I had that dream. It turned out it was the night of the ship's dance, where several potential partners approached her. She turned them all down because they weren't my dad. I hugged her and said, Well, hmm, it's okay for you to dance. Becky Boudreaux, St. Anne, Illinois. My grandmother passed away in August, a few months after suffering a stroke. On my wedding day, the following December, I found myself desperately wishing she were there. That night, I dreamed of her, healthy and whole, at my wedding reception that afternoon. She said to me so clearly, Michelle, you look stunning. I woke up with a smile and tears on my face. My wedding day was so happy and full of love. And then there she was, the missing piece telling me she was there the whole time. Michelle Williams, Oceanside, California. Well, that wraps up Style and Substance for today, Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. 
If you'd like to learn more about Airs LA, follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Airs LA, and be sure to click that like button. This podcast is solely for the use of the blind and print impaired. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. Make it a supernatural week. Happy Halloween.